0: Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews, and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Libra season. As I'm tuning in with your Libra chart, I'm noticing the placement of Libra for the Gemini solar charts, which is a place that often corresponds with self-expression and self-actualization and creative energy and playfulness and honestly, happiness. It's a place in the chart where we find hobbies and favorite pastimes and uh, joy and celebration. It's also a place that resonates with the inner child and the kind of experience that we carry inside of ourselves um, that resounds with our childhood memories, um, particularly the ones that have to do with feeling or not feeling special, getting or not getting attention and being or not being adored. And the feeling of being special to someone as hopefully children are to their parents, getting attention, receiving adoration is unfortunately not the experience that everybody has in their childhoods. And even if you had an amazing childhood and a wonderful upbringing, I'm going to guess that because you are alive on earth, Uh, that you have some childhood trauma, you know, you have some experiences somewhere in there, Um, maybe especially experiences that have to do with groups and friends um, that were less than ideal. And there might be some themes, again, especially uh, as they have to do with groups and friends or family of origin or kind of early childhood experience. um, We're you're trying to figure out like how you fit in, right? And where you belong. And there's um, the development of a person's ego at that period of time and the sense of self that has a lot to do with relationships. It has a lot to do with relationships. It has to do with how you perceive other people perceiving you. And as we move into Libra season, it feels to me that you have been really in a pretty profound process for several months now, working in very deep places in yourself, um, working with your mind, working with your perception, kind of like working on yourself. Um, And it feels like you are working to stabilize yourself and you might be working to stabilize your actual life in important, fundamental, very material, practical ways. Um, But whether you are trying to stabilize your inner or your outer life or both, this has also included a deep period of kind of like mental recalibration. And it feels to me like you're in a moment of learning and integrating new communication potentials, but that as you are trying to up-level your communication and your relationships, some work wants to get done or get focused on, um, this part of you that is still a child, right? We all have our gaggle of inner children that live with us all the time. Um, And the feeling that I'm getting is really about acceptance. It's like, am I part of the group? Do I have friends? Does anybody like me? Do I have a place where I belong? And, It's like you're looking for that or you're trying to assess and discern where you can trust people or how you can trust people and what it really would mean or look like or require for you to kind of be your full self. And some of you might be feeling the blockages or kind of thwarted when it comes to, um, how you can be and bring your full self in your friendships, associations, collaborations, in your work environments, in the groups of people who you um, associate with. And this is a season to filter quite a bit. There's a strong feeling of needing to know what's supportive for you and what's not and that includes the outer and the inner what thoughts and perceptive habits and ways of talking to yourself are actually supportive for you Um, probably if you're criticizing yourself all the time that's not so supportive right same thing with if you're constantly thinking that you're better than other people also not supportive. As a human being, we need to be able to see our strengths and our weaknesses, be humble and confident. So what's happening in your inner landscape? What's happening with your inner voice? My sense is is that Gemini has been going through a major transformation when it comes to um, the inner body and the inner voice and the inner psychology over the last many, many, many years. And this is not a new theme for you, but there is some new content to work with currently. And for those of you who are committed to doing your work and being self-reflective, accountable human beings, this is really a time when engaging your healthy inner adult to tend to your inner children is imperative. It is essential. And the healthy inner adult needs to be the voice inside of you that keeps you from bullying yourself, you know, that when you're in a mood, and you just want to like be a jerk to you, or maybe you're in a mood, and you're just yelling at people in your head, that healthy inner adult needs to come in and be like, um, hello, you are worthy of love and care, or hey, let's be nice to other people. (laughs) You know, like, let's notice how thoughts affect the body. Every single thought you have affects how you feel. Your thoughts and your emotions and your body are all functioning together all of the time. And this healthy adult, inner adult also needs to help your inner child take some risks. And there's a feeling here of, um, am I going to be able to do it? I want to put myself out there, but maybe I don't know how, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe they won't like me or I won't be accepted. And my feeling is that you really need some bolstering of your confidence right now. And you can get that from other people. And I would say that the best people to get that from right now are friends, Um, maybe your spiritual allies and, um, kind of sense of highest self, um, or, you know, people who really see you in your talents and strengths. Um, but you can also really get that from yourself. You can get that from this healthy inner adult that is going, you know what, what's the worst thing that could happen? The worst thing that could happen is it doesn't happen, right? Like it's like you need this voice of discernment that has your best interest in mind and wants to help you go for it. Okay, so those are some big themes for Libra season in general. Now, in terms of timing and these themes, I want to say that the first week of Libra season from the equinox on the 22nd of September until about the 1st of October um, has a kind of frantic and ungrounded energy to it. And there are a lot of moving pieces, it feels like there might be a fair amount of stress. Um, in your chart, it feels like a lot of inner workings. And so you might be holding um, a whole lot of data in your consciousness, and you're trying to figure out like what to do with it and where does it go. And it feels to me that You are really, it's hard to talk about because it's hard to talk about. It's like, it's hard to talk about for you because you have a lot of feeling that's moving you right now, but it's not particularly clear. It feels like a time that is deeply intuitive for you, where your body is giving you a lot of messages, where your intuition is giving you a lot of messages, and it's like the kismet and the symbols are there, and you're like, okay, I'm going to just follow this thing, but it's not, I want to say it doesn't feel like a period of time that is easy to explain to other people. And particularly in this first week of Libra season, it does not feel easy to explain your methods or your means. You just kind of have to go with the flow. You have to follow the impulses that are coming up for you right now. And there is a lot that's shifting around and a lot that has been shifting around. And my feeling is that you feel unstable and you are trying to find stability, but the ground is moving underneath you. And so if you are already feeling unstable and then the ground is moving underneath you, what is the best possible course of action? Well, I would imagine that the best possible course of action would be to lay down because you're unstable already, and the ground is moving. So you should lay down and get your body into a position where, you know, no large, heavy objects are going to fall on you, no one's going to trip on you. And you can kind of like rest and tune in with what's happening. Or maybe tune out and like take a nap (laughs) until it stabilizes somehow. But grounding, grounding yourself feels really important, especially in this first week of Libra season. And the most the more time you can actually spend literally reclining with your body on the ground big, like pancake, just spread your body out. um, I think maybe the better. So I understand you have a life, you probably have a lot of responsibilities and reasons to not lay down flat on the floor. But if you can do it, This would be the time to just lie down, take a nap. When you're feeling overwhelmed, when you feel anxiety, when you're like, oh my God, the ground is moving underneath me and I'm already unstable, lay down. Go find a closet somewhere. Find a park. Lay in the grass. That would be great to feel the actual earth underneath you. Lay down. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead. The practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are offered by donation and available by recording if you can't attend live. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied Astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. There is a full moon on the 29th of September, and this is a full moon that is activating. And it's activating in the world. It's activating in the currents of collective consciousness that are already um, agitated and extreme and violent and egotistical. And there is a lot of um, fiery energy around this full moon. And For some of you, this is going to be a really exciting feeling, full moon, and there's going to be a feeling of like, I'm going to do that, and this is the possibility, and let's go, woohoo, that way. And for some of you, this is going to be a full moon that feels like the future is exploding in front of your eyes, and it's like really overwhelming, and other people are unpredictable as fuck right? Like who the hell knows what's going on for anybody else? Who the hell even knows what's going on for them? But especially when we're thinking about group dynamics, people are unpredictable and volatile right now. So this is a full moon that I want to say, exercise discernment and caution. And wherever you happen to be, Be there with a sense of what your resources are. Know where your ground is. Know where the exits and the windows are. Keep your wits about you and stay as centered in yourself as you possibly can. Um, This is definitely um, a full moon that I think could be really exciting for some Geminis. And I would say like, if you have a party to go to or a performance to give or like something big that you're doing, tally ho, have a great time. But also drink a lot of water that day. Try not to get too drunk or high or like altered if that's your thing Um, be very mindful of group dynamics, and really hold yourself with a lot of dignity. And if you're going to stay home on the full moon, which is often my choice these days, um, then this is an amazing time actually for visioning and for exploding old ideas of the future that are no longer applicable to your current circumstances or desired. And you could also do that while you're out at a party, by the way, you know, just this is a great full moon to be kind of feeling into what is happening right now. What is present in your life? Where do you want to go? How do you want to grow and what energy needs to move in order for you to get there? And there's a sensation for me of claiming what you can right now. Claiming what is yours, what you can claim that is yours. And so here I'm going to go back to your inner parent. But first, we're going to get into October. So October energy starts to shift, especially as we get into the second and third weeks of October, we are moving definitively out of the inner planet retrograde cycles. Mercury and Venus have entered new signs as we get into the second week of October and we are moving into eclipse season. We're going to have an eclipse on October 14th and then another eclipse on October 28th. Um, I can't remember if I already said this in your horoscope or not, because I've recorded a few at this time, but the eclipses that we're having uh, this October blend to eclipse series. We have an eclipse series that started back in November of 2021 that is ending on October 28th. And we have an eclipse series that began uh, earlier this year in Aries season that will take us through March of 2025. So we are in a period where the volume is really turned up on this uh, in October. We're in a Period of things ending so that other things can begin. And there is a very much a feeling of out with the old and in with the new. Okay, so your inner parent needs to be here helping you out because you have some new opportunities. You have new avenues that you want to pursue. There is a feeling here of you need to go for something, and actually, you don't have time to waste. And it's not that you need to be urgent about it. You don't need to be hasty. We're actually trying to quell urgency and hastiness in the human condition right now. And part of where you need to go and how you need to grow is through balancing your nervous system from urgency and hastiness. So you have somewhere that you want to go. And you want to be clear about it, but you also don't want to be crazed about it. Go back to that full moon on the 29th. Like you don't need to be crazed. You need to be clear. And as we get into eclipse season, the clarity is really what feels like it's coming in. And my sense is, is that it's like you're putting together pieces of a puzzle and You need to be methodic and orderly right now. There are steps A through Z that you need to take in order to uh, pursue this path that you are looking at. And you can't jump from A to J. You need to go through the other letters of the alphabet between A and J before you get to J. What are those letters of the alphabet? What are the steps that you need to take? What are the preparations? What are the considerations? What needs to finish so that you can start? And your inner parent wants to really help you out right now by reminding you of where you're trying to go. And especially in eclipse season, because eclipses can be kind of wonky and destabilizing. It's really important that you keep your eye on the prize. Where are you trying to go? Now, some of you have very definitive goals or next steps in mind. And you're like, it's that way. Some of you have a general quality of life right now. And you're like, it's this thing. Some of you are thinking about actually a lot more than yourselves. And you are wanting to lend your efforts to something bigger than you. And so this is a kind of collective feeling of like, we got to go this way. And you are part of this group, uh, but you are moving in unison with others or in collaboration in some way. So whether you are feeling yourself um, on a solo mission or a collective endeavor right now, Either way, you need your inner parent on this journey with you, and they want to help you stay clear and focused. They want to help you quell your urgency and anxiety. They want to remember with you, nap time, (laughs) lay down flat on the floor. You are clearly in a tizzy. You know how when kids get really tired, they get more active? Like... If, you, if you've been around little kids, like five, three to six or something like that, they start to get tired and they become like speed demons you know, or I don't know if all little kids are like this, but I have a couple kids in my life where it's like, you know, that they're tired when they're moving really, 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 really fast. And they're like kind of bonkers off the wall and they really want a lot of sugar and they're super distracted and they're like really reactive, you know, and it's very excitable. And it's like, that's actually when they need the nap the most. (sighs) Can you relate with that, my friend? You're a Gemini. I imagine you could. There's this feeling in your chart as we get into the eclipses of like, don't make it extra where it doesn't need to be. If you are in a tizzy, if you're freaking out because of a gazillion reasons and you're feeling that you're going a thousand miles a second, I just want to propose that maybe you need to lay down. Maybe you need to drink some water. Take some deep breaths. I'll take a deep breath right now. And really tune in with that inner child. What does that inner child need in this moment? How can they be more regulated? And your inner parent wants to help your inner child get regulated. And they want to help them get regulated so that they can be their best self. Because this little kiddo has something they're trying to do. You have something that you're trying to do. It's very clear in your chart. It's like, boom, this is the way. But in order to get there, you got to be regulated. You need to be fed. You need to like have your change of clothes with you and like your permission slip and know what time to come home and have your parents' phone number. And it's like, we have a process. And you got to give yourself the support that you need for that process. This is the time to call upon your inner wisdom. This is the time to recall anything you've learned, especially in the last couple of years. I think since the pandemic, a lot of people have been sharing really important information about the nervous system and trauma patterns and regulation and dysregulation and co-regulation. This is a very very important time for you to remember your mind body awareness skills. It's a really important time for you to feel how you get regulated or dysregulated in a relationship and to choose to be with people in ways that are regulating and practice your healthy boundaries and healthy discernment and um, do the best that you can to ask for what you want and need. Now, if you can do all that, which I understand is already a full job, you have a ton of opportunity to create something, to move somewhere, to do something, to um, locate a solution, to get to the place that you are trying to go. And it is going to require work. It is not necessarily easy. I think you probably know that already. Scorpio season is coming in uh, with some work that needs to be done and you wanna be ready for it. And kids learn how to work by learning how to play. (laughs) and adults help kids learn how to play and learn how to work by learning about their bodily capacity, right? And it's like if you're a grown-up and you're hanging out with kids and they're playing, you help them play well by helping them feel their own impact and their force, by helping them take care of themselves when they've become overextended, by helping them do repair work, When somebody has, you know, stolen somebody else's toy or something like that, it's like you have to do that for yourself right now so that you can get to the place that you are trying to get. Last piece of advice, take it or leave it. Make an altar for yourself this season that includes some kind of representation of your inner child and some kind of representation of the dream that this inner child has for their future that is resonating with what you're trying to do right now. And meditate with both of those feelings through the season and feed them. Put your inner child's favorite food on your altar in your prayer space or just in your mind, you know, you don't have to have an actual physical altar, you can meditate with your inner altar, visualize that little precious being and give them their gummy worm snacks or whatever it is that they really like. And then visualize uh, their dreams and feel into your dreams and your direction, what it is that you're trying to do now and find the uh, connecting thread. Thanks for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and our monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 year ahead readings. These readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 50%. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at EmbodiedAstrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Maji is our community coordinator. Ariana Searsputowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this gorgeous background music. Vera just released a new EP, linked in our show notes. Thank you for listening, wishing you all the best in the season ahead.